This is an Odyssey original. This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. And I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. When Russia launched its invasion of Ukraine in February, the U.S. and most Western countries immediately launched what they claimed would be crippling sanctions against Russia and Vladimir Putin. Little to no loopholes or exceptions, leaders like President Biden promised the sanctions would be unrelenting, the goal of severely degrading Russia's ability to fight in Ukraine. Four months later, jury remains very much out about the impact of the sanctions. Some members of the Biden administration now acknowledging the sanctions might have caused just as much harm to the U.S. economy as Russia's. Rising energy and food costs in the U.S., which at least in part can be directly tied to sanctions against Russia, have become two of the main drivers of inflation, which hit a 40-year high this month. Russia's recent oil profits, due to rising prices, have made up for a loss in exports from the sanctions. And Bloomberg News is reporting that some Biden administration officials also worry that sanctions on Russia aren't stopping the invasion of Ukraine and are instead exacerbating inflation, worsening food insecurity, and punishing ordinary Russians. With us now to explain is Gary Huffbauer with the Peterson Institute for International Economics. He's an expert on sanctions and trade policy. How would you characterize how the sanctions against Russia have worked out so far? Well, the big hope at the beginning was to deter Russia from invading. That was before February 24th. But the sanctions were too uh, amorphous at that time, and Putin didn't believe that he'd be hit with what he's been hit with. So the deterrence failed. Now, when you come to the punishment phase, and that's all these heavy sanctions we have on right now, um, you you have to weigh them against the uh, dedicated policy of Putin. And once a major country like Russia decides it's gonna go on a certain course, it's really hard to reverse that course with sanctions. And as you said, uh, while Russia's selling less oil, it's making a lot more money per barrel. And so in terms of its own budget and its own uh, trade balance, it's doing okay. There's a lot of pain in Russia, (coughs) but um, not enough to change Putin's mind. So does there come a point when we come to the conclusion, perhaps, that the sanctions are starting, if not already, having a a more negative effect on us, at least in the short run, than they are on Russia? Well, the Europeans were afraid of this right at the beginning because, of course, they are much more reliant on Russian oil and gas and other products than we are. We have very little direct trade with Russia. Uh, but now that we're into the sanctions game in a big way, I would be very surprised to see a reversal, even though, and this was not anticipated, I think, by the Biden administration, uh, you know, energy prices, oil prices are up to $120 a barrel. It's creating a lot of inflation here in the U.S., and that's very painful. But once you've set your course in this way, uh, it's not going to be quickly reversed. What are some of the other reasons that they'd be hurting us after the talk? At the beginning, like you mentioned, that it won't so much be us, it's more Europe because they're more linked. 
Uh, is it that so many companies just just pulled out, uh, abandoned Russia entirely? The Bloomberg article talks about, you know, self-sanctioning almost, saying, you know what, I've washed my hands of everything over there. You're right. Um, I was impressed that so many U.S. companies withdrew, and about a thousand big companies in total have withdrawn from Russia, and they've taken a big hit, about $60, $70 billion of losses they've taken. Um, so that's very painful. But in addition, uh, you know, Russia is a, quite a supplier of, of grains. And uh, there are parts of the world that are very dependent on grains, both from Russia and Ukraine, which of course is blocked. And uh, hunger is quite prevalent. I'm talking about parts of Africa and the Middle East. And these countries aren't happy. <laughs> with what's happening. And in part, they blame the US. So uh, I think foreign policy concerns for what's happening in other parts of the world is, uh, is also playing into President Biden's calculations. You know, I, I do wonder uh, if our intelligence uh, apparatus misjudged a number of things about how the sanctions might impact Russia. I, I was reading the other day about, you know, after McDonald's, for example, pulled out, and that wasn't really because of the sanctions, but because as a company, it felt it wanted to get out of Russia. But still, uh, in, in terms of it wanting to add to the weight of the uh, economic uh, uh, infliction on the Russian economy. Uh, but the thinking apparently was that once, you know, McDonald's pulled out, because years ago, Russia had to import to the country all the raw ingredients, it would hurt them. Instead, it turns out that the Russians over the years have managed to produce the raw ingredients to make the jumbo hamburgers and the fries. <laughs> and so they're just doing just fine by renaming the 800, I think, plus restaurants throughout Russia. And people are going in and having the same food that tastes exactly the same because they have the ingredients. Why didn't we know this stuff before? Well, my, my guess is that the CIA gave a pretty good appraisal to the uh, Biden administration, the policy people of what would happen, including, as you said, the jumbo hamburgers, which can be made in, in, made in Russia. And Russia being a pretty big country has a lot of, of reliance on its own uh, supply chains to, to deal with, with sanctions. Having said that, the inflation in Russia as a result of the sanctions is probably running at 15 to 20%, which is high and painful. We've got 8%, they've got twice as much. And the economy in Russia has dropped, whereas ours is still growing, perhaps slowly, but we're still growing, but their economy will be down about 8% this year. So there is pain, but it's not pain that's going to change Putin's mind. And remember, Russia, going back to many wars, uh, has endured a lot of pain in history, and that's well known in the Russian population. And so I think I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure neither the CIA nor any other intelligence agency would have told the administration that the sanctions once imposed would change Putin's mind. Gary Huffbauer, Peterson Institutes for International Economics. Gary, thanks.
This is an Odyssey original. Find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thank you.